this is a podcast. Yeah, it is. I thought I was very enthusiastic with that. That was... If I had any question before about whether or not this was a podcast... <laughs> that my, question is answered. Yeah. <laughs> vehemently. No doubt! Is that how you say that? Yeah, that's how I say it. Vehemently. The H is kind of silent. Mm-hmm. Vehemently. Well, I guess not... Well, like, vehicle. It's not... Yeah. Vehicle. Oh, it kind of is. I'm trying to say vehicle. Yeah. This has been the most boring <laughs> podcast I've ever. I've been loving it, actually. I'm sure that some people have probably hated this so far. Hmm, why do you say but that? But I'll tell you what I hate. <laughs> this week. Um, there's a store. and Walmart? No. A store I've been to, I should clarify. You've been to Walmart. I know. That it's was, on video. I know. That was for a <laughs> video project. I don't believe I've ever made a purchase at Walmart. Of that, I am... Not like a visor? Very proud. No, no. No, nor tracksuit. Okay. Um, Pottery Barn. Hmm. And for some reason, I wind up going to the one in Roseville a lot. Okay. I think it's... Well, not a lot, but if I had need to go there... Like every other day. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Whenever I want to pay too much for some housewares... They're always like, hey, Jacob's back! Yeah. Um... Yeah, we have very interesting tastes because I'd say half of our house is probably stuff of like Pottery Barn and William Sonoma, and the other half is like IKEA. A lot of ours is from uh, like Cost Plus. We have a lot mm, of furniture from Cost Plus. That's a good place. Yeah. Anyway, so I go to Pottery Barn for no, that's bucket for whatever. <laughs> um, the the one in Roseville. I don't know if it's all. I'm not ready to say it's all Pottery Barns. The one in Roseville. The people that work there are so like. Just snobby and, and bitchy. Like they're looking down on me for. Do they understand there. that they work at a mall? Well, that's what I want to. I'm like, why are you looking down <laughs> your nose at me? I'm the one shopping here. You're the one working here. Right. I'm the one with doesn't money. That, yeah. You're the one who's earning money. And yeah. Doesn't that make me automatically better than them? But it's always. It's. It's never. I mean, I, it's not like I show up in rags. Um, I mean, I'm not wearing a tuxedo, but. <laughs> I think they get the hint, but I walk in and it's always like, oh, did you need help? Or like, what do you, maybe it's because I'm a man. Maybe they're used to dealing more with women and gay men. How do they know you're not gay? I'm usually honking boobs when I walk (laughs) in the store. (laughs) Because it's usually a female worker and you honk their boobs. Yeah. Maybe that's that's why they look down their nose at me. You know, it's like, that makes me think of like Brookstone. Like, at what age do we have to be where they stop thinking that we're just in there to play around with toys? Right. Well, even the adults that go to Brookstone, aren't they just there to sit on the free massage chair for yeah, two minutes or whatever? Yeah. I mean, no one goes to Brookstone to buy things. Do they? I go sometimes with the intent of buying things. Do you know what I have? I have one thing from there. And it is a... Uh, Vibrator? Yes. Thank you. It is a um, car... We finish each other's sandwiches. It is a car tire... You know, tire pressure gauge. Oh, okay. And it's like a it's like a dial. It's not the stupid straw thing that oh, spits that out. out. No, I don't like the. It, this is a dial, and you put okay. it on a thing, and then it's like, oops, thirty two psi or whatever. Okay. Love it, Brookstone. Do you know what psi? I got it when do I turned sixteen. Do you know what psi your tires are supposed to be? Yeah, well, around thirty, I think. Okay. It's different for car, different car That's and tire, true. right? That's true. I think thirty. The I know this. The spare tire. Because it's a smaller one, is supposed to be like sixty, really, which is weird. I didn't, I don't really know, you know, science, but it was weird to me that the smaller, thinner tire would be more pressured. I feel like it'd be more likely to pop that way. Yeah, right. 
We need to bring in Bill Nye as our next guest on this podcast. My dad could probably tell us. Oh, dude, we should have your dad on a podcast. Uh, please tell me you're kidding. <laughs> it would be so boring. It would be a fancy podcast. You think you think my stories are boring? <laughs> he could probably tell us who he hates every week. No, he no. Mm-hmm. He could. He's not really. He'll tell us some riveting stories about golf balls he found. Yes, that that that's what all the stories will be. Hey, so Pete, you got any stories? Oh, oh, I was on the uh, third hole at uh, Bing the other day, and uh, I thought I lost my ball, but then uh, two I Two Callaways! <laughs> two Callaways! Can you believe it? <laughs> I found a T on the ground. It was just barely cracked. <laughs> oh, Dad. He could regale us with his stories of him and Tony, like the, what, give us hope for the future? This really is going to be a gay podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dad, what do you and Tony do on your anniversary with my mother? Um, maybe Tony's really your mother. <laughs> oh, no. I really don't know what Teddy looks like, so that makes it more enjoyable for me. He looks a lot like my dad, but a little shorter. Okay. Yeah. Your dad's a tall drink of water. <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> Tony never got to the 510, you know, mark that my dad achieved. Gotcha. So, the Pottery Barn people yeah. look down at you. Is there anything specific? Not just their general attitude. I mean, you know how you walk in places and the oh, hi, or can I help you find something? Right. There's a way to say, oh, can I help you find something? Versus, can I help you find something? There's a way to say, like, I'm helpful. Maybe I get commission. I'd like to help you make a sale. And there's a way to say, what the fuck are you doing here? You right. know, get lost. They're not very versed in customer service is what you're saying. No. No, they're not. I see. Mm-hmm. I heard that one of the pottery barns is closing down. Good. Maybe it's... I don't think it's that I'm one. sure it's not, but maybe it's because they are grumps towards people. Let's hope so. I think I read that, too. Are, are you thinking that maybe you could work at Pottery Barn, then? No. Oh. Since you're pretty grumps towards people? That's true. <laughs> and I, I do enjoy nothing more than looking down my nose at people. Exactly. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't I couldn't be a party to people buying a hand towel that costs $56 or whatever. I feel like there are a lot of stores or jobs where the people who are working those jobs look down at the other people when it, it really shouldn't be the case. Right. Because like, like you go to a club or a bar, not club, what the hell am I doing at a club? You go to a bar. Yeah. And you, you know, there's a bunch of people and trying to get drinks with the bartender and bartender, oh, I'm Mr. Hotshot Bartender. You're a freaking bartender. Like, right. you're not a higher social status or anything like mm, that. Like, well, I bet bartenders get laid a lot though. I don't think. Skeezy girls. I don't think. A lay is a lay. Uh, I don't think Pottery Barn uh, clerks are, you know, getting laid that much. Yeah. But I, but I see your point. You know, it's or like, like bouncers. Yeah. I mean, they would, they're like, oh, you're, you can't get in here because you're not wearing the right shoes or because you're a man or, you know, or whatever. Like, you're the morbidly obese person that just puts a flashlight on IDs all night long. Like, right. Really? You're doing great? Right. Is this, is this the dream? Yeah. Exactly. Is this where you thought you'd be? Yeah, I don't know. It's the 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 world is turned around in these certain circumstances. I think there's well, probably there's probably jobs professions where it's okay to look down on other people. Judge. <laughs> That's a good one. That'd be the ultimate one, right? Well, I was thinking maybe maybe like doctor. Yeah, maybe if it's like someone who's like you really need to change your diet, start exercising, kind of thing like that. But it's not or like, like I just saved your life. Yeah, but you're not going to be all. That's true. You're not going to be like I said. You're worthless. Life. Why are you down on your knees praising me? I just took yeah. the tumor out of you. That's true. Maybe there's not Hopefully. a good job other than judge. 
for looking down on people. Oh, I look down on my students all the time. And make yeah. fun of them at their expenses, which but is great. But that's... It's also... Because in sixth grade, they, they, only, they start to get some of it. Right. Like, like I'll make fun of how my, how my kids smell. That's what you should. To shame them into making them wear deodorant. Because isn't that like when their hormones start oh, yeah. bubbling oh, over yeah. and people start getting B.O. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, I find shame is a good way to uh, to manipulate them into bathing. That'd be good. Slash applying antiperspirant. Mm-hmm. And not applying axe body it, spray. It probably makes them just not want to raise their hand as much, though. Yeah. They probably got all the answers, one, but they're like, that's uh, why that one girl always does the Hitler sign rather than raising her hand. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> when will you wake up? Take your head out of the sand. She's a Nazi. Yeah, she probably is. Is she Nazi. blonde? No. She's Mexican. Is she German-Mexican? Is she Argentinian? Maybe she's like a, a Nazi went to there to hide out and then had a daughter, a granddaughter. She's a Raiders fan. Mm. Yeah, not so good. So she's just dumb. I make fun of her for that too. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you want to give me your quiz? Sure. Do you want to do this? Do you want to take my quiz? Oh, I want to take your quiz. <laughs> I'm going to give you my quiz. So uh, last week we did a quiz. Uh, I think you called it This Week in Mortality. I did. Of celebrities and whether or not they're still dead or alive. This week we're going to do a are they gay quiz. This week in homosexuality? This week or in... Or just sexuality, I guess? Yeah. Twists? Twists. I like the T-W-I. Better than, better than twi- Yeah. Or twig. Oh, twig. This week in gay. Okay. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Let's get gay. Okay. Uh, Done. Kevin Spacey. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I didn't ask. How many think you're going to get right? Out of five? Wow, Jacob. Look what three minutes of prep will do. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Google and Wikipedia. Seven. You're going to get seven for 12. Okay, Kevin Spacey. I don't know my gaze very well. Clearly, since we talked about this before and you were like, you didn't know Rupert Everett was gay? I hung your head in shame. Kevin Spacey, not gay. Why do you say? Because uh, I hit on him and he rejected me. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't like your type. <laughs> Who doesn't like my type? Kevin Spacey is not gay. Well, here's the thing. Kevin Spacey has never come out or... Right. Well, that's the thing with this. Like, we know if someone's dead or alive. There's not, like, some midway right. point. Except right. for maybe, like, Michael Douglas. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, like, he's never had a gay thought. But I'm saying Kevin Spacey is one that a lot of people think may be gay. But he's also very... And this is all... It's not like I'm some huge fan. I got this all from Wikipedia when right. trying to find out. Well, he's very I mean, like, that's where you go when you want facts. He's very protective of his personal life. Yeah. And he's denied. He's, he's not like Caligula out there. He's denied being gay. Okay. That's but, good enough for me. You know. If if he comes would, out of the closet, we can like revisit this. Would you be shocked story. if he was? No. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, Colin Firth. Straight. He is straight. Yeah. But that was a little shocking. I mean, when I was trying to think of people for the quiz, that's just someone that popped in mind. Definitely. Someone that the, someone that the ladies love. Sometimes I confuse, though, gay and British. Mm. There, You know, I was talking to my dad earlier today, and he said that he found this old quiz that... Because I was telling you about this. This old quiz that... Gay quiz? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, that the guy who did trivia at Sec Brew, mm-hmm. he, like, as his side one... And it was like pictures of like eight or ten people, and the and the quiz was uh, dead, alive, oh no, uh, well, dead, I the choices. British, 
uh, both or neither. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's interesting. It'd be, I think, it'd be very tough to do a gay British both or neither. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're both all of them, right? Yeah, all Probably. Brits. Yeah, Brits have stiff upper lips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, you're two for two. Heck yes, I am. John O'Hurley. Do you know who that is? I do. Do I know who that okay. is? Okay. I one. write a Seinfeld trivia question. That's every true. Week. That's true. Mr. Um, Peterman. Yeah. He's dashing. He is. He, he was fashion. in Spam a lot. He was in musical theater. He was. Which. Which I saw him in. He was great. Yes. Which tends to slide him towards a certain scale, on a certain side of the scale. But I'm going to say he's straight also. He is straight. Yeah. And I don't know if I met. I'm sure I must have mentioned this on. The, Loving every minute of it? The. Um, the Celebrity Golf Tournament podcast we did, he's got a pretty hot wife. Mm. And younger than him. Mm. Well, yeah. He's pretty old. Yeah, right. Can't imagine you'd have a smoking hot wife older than him. Okay. Alan Cumming. Gay. Just because the name? No, I know who Alan Cumming is. Okay. It's Boris. I'm invincible. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I'm going to admit it. He was in Spice World. <laughs> what are you admitting? I think I saw Spice World with you. Uh, it's not that I'm ashamed to admit it to you. Uh, okay. It's more that I'm ashamed to admit it to the general populace. That I rem- Not only did I see Spice World, I remember Alan coming from Spice World. Do you know who I remember that was in Spice World? George Went. Yes, that was be my answer. God, well, and we also, also the Spice Girls. Oh, yes. But, yeah, was Meatloaf in it? I think he was like their driver or something, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Meatloaf a day? Yes. <laughs> Keeps the doctor away. You're doing really good. Thank you. You are I have gayer finger, than I thought. I have my finger on the pulse of gay America. You definitely have your finger world, in the gay. Yes, I do. Um, uh, here's another Brit. Jeremy Irons. Hmm. That is a good one. Jeremy Irons was in... Die Hard uh, 3. Yes. Simon. Was in Lolita... Yeah. With that girl who I thought was really hot at the time, and now it's just weird. Dominique Swain. Dominique Swain, yeah. She was Travolta's daughter in right. Face Off, right? Right. Wasn't Dushku a daughter in something? True, True Lies. Lies. I get those two kind of mixed up. Dominique Swain and Dushku? But the, the roles were kind of similar, yeah. I feel like. Um, that and uh, the daughter in Parenthood. The, the chick from Booties. Oh, God. <laughs> you give, who has Diane Weist <laughs> as a mom, Keanu Reeves as a boyfriend, and I believe one of the... Joaquin Phoenix, maybe. One of the Phoenixes as a brother. You get her confused? No, I'm just... With Dominic Swain no, and Dushku? Two very attractive women? <laughs> Three very attractive And the girl from uh, I'm just stalling with Jeremy Irons. I love how in Goonies, she was like the ugly friend. That was her oh, whole definitely. role. Yeah. She was no Andy. Whoever, uh, what was her name? The actress? Yeah. No way you know that. I don't know. I don't know. But she was cute. Yeah, she was cute. Her she name was, was Andy. Girl. Yeah. There was a time when boy names on girls was cute. Joey Potter? Okay. Yeah. Um, that time has come and gone. Do you know who Summer Glau is? Nope. She was Stop in... Stop making shit up. <laughs> she was in the Terminator Sarah Chrono- Connor Chronicles or something. Okay. Was she, she the main is in, character? She's in the... Yeah. She's in the cape. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I thought of a good before and after with her. Summer Glaucoma or something like that. Oh, nice. Anyway. That Jeremy, was lame. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Um, 
He is straight. Yeah, killing nice. it. Nicely done. I'm something about why do British people just come off as gay? Because they're well mannered and yeah, dress nicely. Yep. Drink they tea. They don't talk about sports like we do. I don't think. Right. Hmm. Okay. They call it rogering. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy calling it Rodriguez. <laughs> Who doesn't? All right. This is uh, another Brit. This might be the last Brit. Who knows? Uh, former Prime Minister Tony Blair. Straight. Yeah. I is it because it, he was a politician? Yeah, well, Elected no, politician? Well, I, I feel like it would... If it, if the Prime Minister of a country of England was gay, I right. think it would be more common knowledge. See, like I, everyone knew Margaret Thatcher was a big old dyke. <laughs> Right. Um, oh my god. Um, I'm surprised there haven't been any females so far. I thought females would be a good place I feel to throw. Like they're me more obvious there. though, like Ellen okay. and stuff. Well, short I didn't hair. Even put Ellen on there. You know, all men have short hair. You can't tell who's gay and straight. But <laughs> fair enough. You look at uh, Angelina Jolie with her long hair, and how Ellen. about uh, Skeet Ulrich? How about him? Yeah, not on the list. Danny Pintaro? Um So the the prime minister thing, like. They don't make a big deal of of the first lady equivalent, you know. Like I couldn't say was George W. Bush gay because you know he's not. You know, you saw his wife oh, everywhere. I see what you're saying. But the Prime Minister of England, you know, a he's British, so he's got that. Do you think they make a big deal about it over there? I don't. I doubt it. Yeah. What would she even be called? You know what's funny? They they make a big deal about the wives and girlfriends of soccer players. Mm-hmm. They call them wags, wives and girlfriends. No, I got it. Yeah. They're not all that clever. No. The British. Eh. Uh, Michael Stipe from R.E.M. Ooh, that's a good one. The shiny, happy person. Yeah, he is shiny and happy. Mm-hmm. He's losing his religion. He enjoys night a- swimming. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> Everybody hurts. Um, I'm going to take a stand. <laughs> nice. Uh, and say that he is gay. He is gay. Yeah, you're good at the gay. Ugh. That's your seven. You just made your seven. Ugh. I am so surprised. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know Rupert Everett was gay, and yet I'm nailing all of these. My question is all too these easy. Gays. I'll tell you, I did a lot of googling of like surprisingly gay celebrities, and mm. the thing is, like you said, with the dead or alive, it's obvious. Um. What was one of the ones I saw? Oh, Vin Diesel came up when I did this Google search. And I was like, no, he's not. And I looked on Wiki and it said he's married or has a kid or something. Right. I mean, but just because people are like, oh, Vin Diesel's gay. His movies are gay. <laughs> but I don't think he himself is. All right. Like The Rock, Tooth Fairy? You made your, you made your seven. So let's How many get, more are there? Uh, five? Five, I guess. Let's get through this. Playing with house money. Eric McCormick, star of mm. Will and Grace. I was actually texting with Zach earlier this week about uh, the other guy, Sean Hayes, mm-hmm. and how... I hope that's not one of yours. Um, no, and, how, yeah, and Zach was saying how uh, Sean Hayes kind of like... You know, if I thought that Sean Hayes kind of sold out in terms of making himself like such an obviously gay stereotype in order to further his own career. Well, what's he doing now? What does he need to do now? He's... That's Earning true. money from uh, he was on Broadway. Will and Grace. A friend of mine saw know, him in some show on Broadway. Uh, Eric McCormick, though, I remember seeing him in some other thing, and he is 
He was gay in the show, right? Yeah. He was Will of Will and Grace. Right. I'm going to say he's straight. He is straight. He's an actor. So am I. Mm-hmm. You're an actor. An actor. Not, <laughs> yeah. not straight. No. <laughs> um, so this is uh, author of some plays, like mm. Into the Woods, Stephen Sondheim. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, good he one. might be British, too, but I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Playwright Stephen Sondheim. Yeah, because there's no way, I, like J.D. Salinger, there's no way I would know if right. they were gay or straight. Um, I feel like this is someone who I would think would be gay, but is actually straight. Is that your answer? Yes. He's gay! Yeah! I got you! Ah, uh, the perfect On the game obvious, is like, show tunes. See, that's why I yeah. didn't pick it, because I thought it was too obvious. Good. I thought it was too obvious. But it's, it said he came out, like, in his 40s or something. He, was a, he had late-onset gay. Okay. Um, yeah. Is Barry Bonds on her? <laughs> Bonds is gay. <laughs> oh, I do have two women. You were asking about women earlier. Tina Yothers. Ooh, nicely done. The ugly sister from Family Ties. Uh, I don't know if she was the ugly one. Uh, Justine Bateman? Anyone sitting next to Justine Bateman is the ugly one. Really? Oh, yeah. I was never that big of a Justine Bateman. I enjoy the Justine Bateman. I mean, I, like I was a Teeny Others fan, but... I, I feel like that you show was pretty a, devoid of uh, more attractive women. You Meredith Baxter-Bernie fan? I was more of a whoever uh, Michael J. Fox was dating fan. Mm. Um, Teeny Others, straight. Teeny Others is straight. All right, back on the saddle. Back on the saddle. Back on the Teeny Others saddle. I'd put a saddle on Teeny Others. Someone should. <laughs> uh, Jodie Foster. Gay. She is gay. Mm. You're so good at the gay quiz. Thank you. All right. Here's You're good at writing a gay quiz that I can be good at. <laughs> yeah. Here's the last one. All right. Jacob <laughs> <laughs> Now that would be a podcast. John Hillerman. The O. The o. John Hillerman being uh, Higgins? Higgins. John Hillerman. There's a Hillerman. Tony Hillerman is an author. Yes. Uh, John Hillerman, a.k.a. Higgins. Higgins from well, Magnum Pie. It, it would be a shame if he was gay, because that guy could pull so much tail <laughs> being Higgins. So I'm right. say he's straight. He is straight. Yeah. He's he, not gay. Yeah. Do you know what else he's not? British. Mm, really? Born in Texas. Wow. He learned the I accent. Hope that guy is just, I hope that guy's just waxing ass wherever he is, because he's earned it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Again, said that. there's uh, such a look on my face now. Dude, Higgins, uh, like, Higgins, yeah. who who's a cooler character in TV history than Higgins? TC. No. He had a helicopter. Higgins. What did Higgins have? A tray of martinis and a mustache. It was <laughs> awesome. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, and right. a British accent. You went uh, you went eleven for twelve on the gay quiz, and the only one you Stephen missed Sondheim. was the broad the Bell of Broadway. Way too obvious, Stephen Bell Sondheim. Of Broadway. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Well, way to go! Thank you. I feel uh, I never knew you were so gay friendly. Well, I don't hate them. I'm friendly to them. What does that mean? I don't. So my best friends are gay. That's true. My wife is gay. <laughs> um, the my father's gay. Yeah, exactly. I love that. <laughs> it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. How many friends are gay? My father's gay. 
That'd be good for this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> nice. Um, so I have a couple of different things that we can still talk about if you would Let's talk. like to. Um, first, I have been reading some Chuck Klosterman books. Yes, you mentioned that to me. And who is he? I mean, I know he's, he's a guest author. on Bill Simmons' podcast. He's an he author. He was a... Journalist? Or? Yeah, he was a journalist. He wrote for, like, I think, like, Rolling Stone or Spin Magazine. He he focused in the genre of music okay. for a long time. But now he's just kind of, like, pop culture writer and... Maven. Maven. Okay. Contributor on, um, on BS Reports from time to time. Right. Uh, but I really like his books. They're really interesting and really random. Like, there was... The books I've been reading are most like little short essays, mm-hmm. and so there was like a Saved by the Bell one. Um, there was uh, there was one about Nemesis, the idea of a Nemesis versus an arch rival and everything, oh, which was pretty cool. I'm sure, you enjoyed um, just lots of different things. And there was one that I read; it was just really short, but it was three questions. Okay, and uh, it was actually right before the uh, the one about. Saved by the Bell, which is kind of interesting. Anyway. Are they three questions about Saved by the Bell? No, they're just random, really, really random questions. Okay. Okay. Um, And he prefaces it, he says, these are the three questions I ask everybody I meet in order to decide if I can love them. Hmm. Which is kind of weird. Are you going to ask me the questions? I'm going to ask you these questions. If I answer them correctly, are we then in love? Um, I don't really, uh, we can discuss the answers, because for some of them, I'm not really sure what the answers are. Okay. Number one. And let's just preface by saying, uh, this is plagiarism, because I'm just reading right. from his book what he's saying. Right. So, if you think that's lame, you can just turn off the podcast right now. Right now. No, don't, tell, don't give All people right. that option. Uh, number one, let us assume you met a rudimentary magician. Okay. This is going to be me showing you how good I'm at reading I am. Mm-hmm. Let us assume he can do five simple tricks. Okay. He can pull a rabbit out of his hat. He can make a coin disappear. He can turn the ace of spades into the joker card. And two others in a similar vein. These are his only tricks, and he can't learn any more. He can only do these five. Okay. However, it turns out he's doing these five tricks with real magic. It's Mm. not an illusion. He can actually conjure the bunny out of the ether, and he can move the coin through space. He's legitimately magical, but extremely limited in scope and influence. Would this person be more impressive than Albert Einstein? (laughs) Okay. More impressive than Albert Einstein, because he can actually perform real magic. Perform magic, not illusions or tricks. Illusions, indeed. Um, you don't have time for my illusions. Or Albert Einstein, who, as far as I know, had no supernatural powers, but was very smart. Invented electricity. <laughs> no, that's that's Thomas Edison. <laughs> Uh, what did Albert Einstein do that is, like, applicable to everyday life, not theories of relativity and things? Uh, well, he helped, uh, I mean, this is not everyday life, but he was, uh, a big part of developing the atomic bomb. That's part of my everyday life. Oh, okay. Um, no, was there anything Einstein's famous for that's, like, something you... It's mostly theory of relativity, atomic bomb, uh, E equals MC squared, which most people don't even know what that means. I totally know what that means. Okay. Um, I believe you. Shut up. Um, uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have laughed at me for confusing Edison and Einstein. <laughs> Don't think I'm not going to edit that out. If I knew how to edit, I would make good on all these threads. Yeah. Um, 
So I think I would think the magician was more impressive because that's actual, you know, magic. For my my only question for it would be this: like, did he teach himself this magic, or did he just like one day learn? Hey, wait, I can do this. Right. Because if it was just like a natural ability that he didn't learn or or you know hone as a skill, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be very impressed. You know, like. If someone is, if someone's ten feet tall, wow, that's pretty crazy. But it's not like I'm. Oh, that's so awesome that you did that. Like, like he's you didn't not do like, anything to make yourself ten feet tall. Right. Not drink coffee. Maybe. He's not an alien that looks human, right? He's like the same as you and me. Right. He can just do these things, right? Yeah. So I think it's impressive. Okay. Yeah. And clearly, since we're not coming up with a whole lot of stuff that Einstein did. Yeah. Fuck Einstein. <laughs> Who needs him? I think. You know I what? Think... I bet there'd be a lot more Japanese people if it wasn't for him. That's what the world needs. More Japanese people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I think the, the key is that his his skills aren't very impressive. Like, you know, I can make a rabbit appear out of nothing. It's not like he but can he can then learn to do these other great the things. The thing is, though, like, it doesn't have to be impressive. He doesn't have to make the Empire State Building disappear, you know, whatever the other TV magicians do. If you can be looking at the Ace of Spades and before your eyes it morphs into a Joker, like... Legitimately. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. that's pretty cool. Number two. Let us assume that a fully grown, completely healthy Clydesdale horse has his hooves shackled to the ground while his head is held in place with thick rope. Okay. He is conscious and standing upright, but completely immobile. And let us assume that for some reason, every political prisoner on Earth, as cited by Amnesty International will be released from captivity, which would be a good thing. Okay. If you can kick this horse to death in less than 20 minutes, (laughs) you are allowed to wear steel-toed boots. Would you attempt to do this? Like, all these political prisoners who've been held captive and Mm -hmm. haven't been released by governments or whatever would all be released if you would be willing to kick this horse to death. Are the political prisoners, like... um the Lisa Ling thing or her sister was like a journalist in mm-hmm. China threw her in jail or Korea whatever it was and all that yes. stuff. I mean there are other types right. probably but not but, just I mean, this is members a, of Lisa Ling's family. There aren't any are there any big I mean there's no Nelson Mandela or something you know I mean, there's no big names that are still locked up right? That I know of. Yeah. I don't think I would do it. Okay. My, big, my big concern would be starting to kick the horse and not being able to kick it to death in that time frame. Right. And then, like, no one is set free, and I've just, like, severely jacked up this horse, but not killed it, and just put it in a lot of misery. Political prisoners uh, are troublemakers. Agreed. We don't need them. Also, they're probably, I would say, the majority of them, PETA members. Yeah, and they're for a reason. Are, yeah. <laughs> they got caught, didn't they? <laughs> um, they're not going to want some horse to... They're not going to want to get out of their political prison's that way. Also, also my, horses my, are big. Clydesdale's like the biggest horse, right? Exactly. Yeah. My mom would never talk to me again. My mom, super horse lover. And if I was like, yeah, mom, I saved all these people. I just had to kick this horse to death. Even She'd be like, you're dead to me. Even if you had like razors on the tips of your shoes, like what are you going to do other than kick its underside and give it a bunch of little like well, paper cuts? Well, its is like held in place. like Right. But I mean, it's not laying down, right? Because its hooves well, are maybe it's Maybe its head is down. Still. How high can you kick? I used to be a rocket. Yeah. 
So you've let yourself go. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say. Number three. Let us assume that there are two boxes on a table. Okay. In one box, there is a relatively normal turtle. Okay. In the other, Adolf Hitler's skull. (laughs) Okay. You have to select one of... I actually have these two boxes (laughs) on the shelf behind me. You have to select one of these items for your home. Yeah? If you select the turtle, you can't give it away, and you have to keep it alive for two years. Okay. If either of these parameters are not met, you will be fined $1,000 by the state. Okay. If you select Hitler's skull, you are required to display it in a semi-prominent location in your living room for the same amount of time. Although you will be paid a stipend of $120 per month for doing so. Okay. Display of the skull must be apolitical. Meaning you can't so be like, like, fuck this guy. Exactly. Yeah. Which option do you select? The turtle. Really? Obviously. Wait. The tur- it's not like one of those giant ones, right? It's just like a no. turtle. Like yeah. You know, when you, yeah. Oh, yeah. The turtle. Why? Uh, because... I think I'm pretty sure I could keep it alive for two years, okay. and then probably get rid of it because I've never really wanted one. Um, because even if I don't, eh, you know, thousand bucks isn't that. You know, I, I, I have the thousand bucks. Let's just say I'm doing I'm doing all right. <laughs> and uh, and the and the Hitler, you just be like f this. I'm just paying the thousand dollars and don't bother. I don't I don't want you know. Mother Teresa's skull either. I don't want a skull in my house that I'm displaying. It's just weird. And I don't want I Hitler's think I charge admission for and it. And the 120 bucks a month, not a um not a deal maker. Mm-hmm. I mean if it was like they'll give you $100,000 for every month you have Hitler's skull on display, you know, let's you talk. You might to do that. Yeah. But uh 120 bucks, you know. What's the downside to displaying Hitler's skull? <laughs> Well, okay. And would it matter? Does it matter whose skull it is? No. Okay. Well, I especially wouldn't want. I don't want to display a skull in my house. Right, but my I'm my question a, I'm is. I'm not a biker. My question is: Does it being Hitler's skull change it at all? Not that much. Would you still say turtle if it was like uh, Frank Sinatra's maybe, skull? Oh yeah, Frank Sinatra's skull. Yeah, I'd still say turtle. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put a skull on display. A real. Skull. I mean, I because be cool. then your house gets Could haunted. Could I draw a mustache on it? <laughs> the Hitler mustache. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> You'd be coming over, constantly talking to it. Yeah. Tell me what to do, mein Führer. <laughs> I just be like, <laughs> I didn't realize you spoke German. <laughs> I speak Hitler German. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely the turtle. See, I, I, I mean, pick, who would pick, pick the skull? Hitler. I'd pick it. Why? Uh, I don't want to take care of a stupid turtle. Okay, turtles, you've got those dogs. I could use the extra income. You've got to let the dogs out to pee and everything. Mm-hmm. Turtles, you throw in a couple pieces of lettuce every couple days and it's fine, right? And it's just in a box sure somewhere. About that? No, but... <laughs> Maybe you should get a pet turtle. <laughs> um, I always know the dogs eating it. Put it on a, in a shoebox at the top of your closet that for two weird. years. That's, that's horrible. And then on day, you know... 800 and whatever, 700 whatever, before the two years is up, you just go to the pet store and get a turtle. <laughs> I mean, I know this is every like sitcom plot ever where you have to paint the stripe on the dog so the little right. girl doesn't know, but right. it's a turtle. Oh, he's not responding to his name. That's not the turtle. I mean, tur- how do you know it's not your same turtle? Yeah. I think I think trickery is, is not really allowed in this scenario. No, I... 
I'm picking. I, you're not convincing me. I'm picking Hitler's skull. You are a freak. <laughs> was that really like when you I would really pick Hitler's skull? When you read the book, that's what you said, or you're just saying that like to make no. The I would really, I, honestly, if you asked me and gave me the scenario, I would pick Hitler's skull. And it would be just like in the the front window of your home or something. Permanently no, I'll, displayed. I'll put it on the mantle by <laughs> by the uh, VGA trophy. Would he get a stocking at Christmas? Uh, probably not. Okay. I'd flank him with nutcrackers. All right. So so let's say that I'm a new friend. Let's say I'm a coworker of Amanda's. We've never met. She brings me home for dinner or something. How We're not? obviously having an affair. And so I come into your home. <laughs> oh, I'm Joe. Nice to meet you. Blah blah. blah. And I look over at the mantle and uh-huh. I say, oh, it's an interesting piece. Uh-huh. What is that? What, what do you say? Uh, it's something for school. Oh, really? For school? Mm-hmm. What, what for school? What, what is, I'm, teaching, I'm teaching anatomy. Yeah, something? I'm teaching anatomy and the, and the skeleton to kids. So the Klosterman thing should have specified you can't lie. You've got to tell people what it is. Okay. Or it should be like in a box with a sign. Like Maybe I, maybe I flip it the other way and I charge admission. Yeah. Hey, I have Hitler's skull in my house. Come pay five bucks and you can see Adolf Hitler's skull and you can curse at it. <laughs> so it's just all these like elderly Jewish people yeah, coming totally. here. Home. But the other thing is, the people that have they come there, the, the people that have come there, like because they want to see it, are gonna be some pretty scary people. Yeah, that's true. You're gonna no, get like no like neo Nazis. You're gonna get the Manson that's family true. showing up. That's true. You know. That's true. Is it worth getting a nickel at the door to let them in your home? Uh, no, I, you're right. You're right with that. I wouldn't charge admission, but I'd still get. I'd still have Hitler school. Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't like weird me out. Oh, just think about it. Weirds me out. Well, but then, again, then we'd have to hang out at your house. Not because it's a, not because it's Hitler. Just yeah, the skull. I, I like history. I think that'd be kind of interesting. I like turtles. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Uh, I like would magic. You it, would you name it Leonardo? <laughs> <laughs> no. I would name it Michelangelo. Okay. He's a part of you. No, I'd name it Raphael. <laughs> would you feed him pizza? <laughs> because, like myself, Raphael is cool but rude. Uh, give me a break. Yeah. Um, okay. I like magic. I like horses. I like turtles. Uh, I have one more side question. Okay. It has nothing to do with this, but I, I was thinking of it on the way over here. Um, I am reading a Robert Crace book. I think uh-huh. that's how you pronounce it. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Have you read any of his books? No. Okay. So, uh, he has a main character named Elvis Cole, who's this detective, lives in L.A., and he has, like, a best friend named Joe Pike, who's, like, this badass, like, the guy you call when you need mm-hmm. assistance, and uh, they, like, have each other's back, and and Pike is, like, this guy who, he'll you know, at he'll go in midnight, and he'll put, uh, you know, five sacks of ten... Five ten pound sacks of flour in a backpack and run up and down stairs and like he's you know super ripped and awesome and everything. He's like me to you exactly. Yeah. Um, he well here's the thing he's like Hawk oh. in the Spencer books right. And I don't know if you have ever read uh, any of the Myron Bolitar books. Yes, you have. Yes. He's like Win in that also. Right. Right. So here's what I was thinking. That's, that's the like Harlan the de- detective book archetype, right? Well, that's what I was thinking. They, there should be a book where all those like badass sidekick guys get together and have a brawl. Like, who would right. win out of all of those archetypal characters? That's not a book. That's a comic book. You're right. It is a comic book. When they'd get all the, like the X Men and the Justice League and yeah, whatever right. all and together. They, yeah. Yeah. Sp- Superman versus Batman. Kind right. Of thing. Superman right. Would kick his ass, obviously. Right. But, um, it's interesting though that all the like popular detective fiction mm-hmm. 
follows the same formula of the well, I think, detective and then his friend that's better than him but I, not the main character. I think as an author in that genre, that's like one of the cool perks is you get to create your own character in that style. Right. You know? Because each of them are slightly different. But then why isn't the super badass guy the main character? Uh, because he, like it just gets old reading about because he's not as always because he's not as like socially mm. mainstream as right. the main guy. That's true. He can't he can't travel in the same circles that everyone can. Right. Although in in the Harlan Coben ones, Wynn is kind of I mean he's like, he's like a, super wealthy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. But he's like a sociopath, kind of wealthy. Right. So I don't know. In the in the Spencer books. There's something like Hawk has some sort of criminal past, and yeah. the cops like appreciate when he helps out, but they don't really want to. It's kind of the same with Pike. Pike used to be to a him. cop, and then he like did a bunch of mercenary work. But the mercenary stuff was all like government, you know. Oh, these people are killing innocent civilians. Go in there and kill all of them, and he would do stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, the people who aren't afraid to get their hands dirty that will help you bury a body and stuff right. like that. If we were fictional detectives. Who would be the like main character and who would be the the badass sidekick? Or which would you rather be? Let's say it's not you and me. Let's say it's it's just you. Which would you rather be? The main character or the badass sidekick? Um I think I'd rather be the main character. Okay. Because the main character gets the girls. That's exactly what I was thinking. That was my number uh, one reason. Yeah, and I think the, I mean the other the, the sidekick's sidekick a sharpshooter. That's cool. He has but, to do yeah. like the dirty work sometimes too. Right. Like Pike, if he asks him to you know keep watch on something, he'll like sit motionless in the rain and mud for like eight hours. Like which is which is impressive that he can. Oh, but exactly. I don't. I don't. But I don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I thought that was interesting. The whole. Like, how those sidekicks are all kind of the same. Right. There's probably yeah. more examples that we're not aware of. If we, de- Oh, definitely. If we if we uh, go back into the filmmaking business uh, and write uh, Fallen Angels 2, maybe, we would <laughs> definitely... finish Fallen Angels 1. <laughs> Fallen Angels 1. <laughs> we would uh, definitely have to um, include that, maybe, as part of it. Yeah. I feel like in writing that, part of it, my goal was to, like, have some girl counterpart to my character that I would get to hook up with. Oh, Okay be good was your character the bad guy i think so yeah i thought our only goal was that we'd watched face off a number of times and thought we'd <laughs> write our own movie that seemed very similar without yeah, the surgical I, I, I probably had some like ulterior motives behind it yeah i'm I'll sure it. uh why does anyone ever write a movie yeah to get chicks yeah okay uh unless they're gay in which case it's to get dudes to get dudes yeah. unless they're a lesbian gay mm. then it's to get chicks again what a tangled web we weave. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this has been an interesting podcast. It's had lots of different features to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the best feature, probably, me kicking ass at gay versus straight quiz. You are very smart in the ways of the gay. Indeed I am. Okay. And that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Yeah.